0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 7th of September. Justin, although Australia has around 150 super Mm -hmm. funds, the architects of Australia's super system, they reckon it'll mature into just 10 mega funds pretty soon. And those funds will manage $500 billion each. (laughs) That is some powerful super funds. Listen to this one, Mm B-Man. Only 14 ASX 200 companies are headed by women. That's according to a new report from Chief Executive Women. So only four more women than six years ago, and this is alarming because at this rate, it'll take about 100 years to achieve gender equality on the ASX 200 in corporate leadership. Three balanced stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Kraft Heinz, the owner of some of the world's and Australia's biggest brands Mm. might be selling off its $1 billion Aussie and New Zealand business. Jeez, this is a big move from the Ketchup lord. So what happened here? Okay, Kraft Heinz is the fifth largest food and beverage company in the solar system. They're the giants behind Golden Circle Juice, Delicious Philly Cream Cheese... <laughs> and of course, Heinz's favourites like their canned soup and tomato ketchup. Justin, it's fair to say that Kraft Heinz is not small. No, no, no. They made $26 billion US dollars in global net sales, and that was just last year. That's a whole lot of hearty vegetable soups, mm. Brett. And for the June quarter of this year, their EBITDA mm. came in at an impressive $1.5 billion US dollars. But Brett, now the rumours are flying that Kraft Heinz actually wants to carve off its Australian and New Zealand arm, and it's looking for a buyer. It's all part of a trend of big global consumer companies mm-hmm selling out of regional markets. But this potential sale, it's actually pretty noteworthy. So tell me, what is the key learning here? Merger and acquisition activity in the consumer space has been few and far between in the past year. And this is why, if this blockbuster deal goes through, it could be seriously monumental for Kraft Heinz (laughs) and the broader consumer and retail space. Now, Jazzy Boy, demand for old-fashioned foods like Mm -hmm. Kraft Heinz has been a little all over the place over the last (laughs) few years. Yeah, before COVID, old-fashioned foods had fallen out of vogue. But then lockdown comes around everyone suddenly wants long-life foods and comfort foods from their childhood. Gotta love a good Pop-Tart during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a bit of a food-naissance. But Brett, now that's kind of fading, Kraft Heinz EBITDA for the June quarter is down around 10% compared to last year. And now, supply chains, well, they're in chaos. So with all these moving parts, it's pretty hard for prospective buyers to get a good idea of a company's future earnings. So if this deal goes through, the buyer will be showing a whole lot of faith in Kraft Heinz. Mm. For our second story, Porsche the luxury car maker is looking to leave the Volkswagen nest and go public in one of the biggest IPOs in German history. An IPO at this time at this hour, <laughs> Justin? Can't be right. What's the story? Okay, so Volkswagen and Porsche they are two pretty large car brands that are deeply intertwined. Now technically get this, Volkswagen is Porsche's parent company, mm-hmm. but Porsche also has a stake in Volkswagen. It's a complicated relationship. <laughs> anyway, Volkswagen has released something called an intention to float. Which is? Well it means they're pushing ahead with their plan for an IPO for Porsche this year. And Brett, the expected valuation of Porsche once public will be somewhere between $88 billion and $124 billion. That is large. But what's interesting here is the timing of the deal. So tell me, what is the key learning here? When it comes to an IPO, timing is often the secret Mm -hmm. to success, at least at first. I think we can all agree that market conditions ain't exactly, let's say, uh, favourable right now. (laughs) You've got European shares spiralling worse than the entire Australian workforce on a (laughs) Sunday night. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that their plans for the IPO were announced around the same day that Russia invaded Ukraine. And uh, the intention to float came out on the very same day that Russia stopped supplying gas to Germany. So, to be honest, it doesn't look like the best timing to be going public. Case in point, Jazzy Boy, global IPO volumes they're down 46% in the first half of this year compared to last year. And there's a reason for that. But Brett, clearly Porsche and Volkswagen are keen to get this deal done. Indeed they are. For our third and final story, the nation of Ireland. Just find Meta, the owner of Facebook and Instagram, $591 million wow. for being too lax with children's data privacy. That is one hell of a fine, but probably doesn't touch their side. So <laughs> tell me, how did this happen? Okay, so the European Union is known for its strict data privacy laws. Especially the one called the General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, that came in around four years ago. Ireland's Data Protection Commission has decided to whack Meta with a fine worth more than $590 million. All right, and uh, before I get to the key level, What Mm -hmm. did they do to cop such a penalty? Well, they reckon Instagram was making the accounts of kids aged 13 to 17 public by default. And they were allowing aspiring kid influencers to make their phone numbers and email addresses public via their profile. And Brett, this ain't the first time that Instagram's been under the microscope for its impact on children. Mm -hmm. So what is the key learning here? Social media companies face a major tension between their commercial objectives on the one hand and their social responsibility on the other. Let's break this down, Jazzy boy. Commercially, Instagram and Facebook, they desperately need to recruit new, younger users. Because bringing on new, younger users means growing their user base and ultimately increasing their revenue and profit. But the challenge is when this business objective has real, tangible, negative impacts on its young users' lives. B-Man, remember when a whistleblower from Facebook released an internal report that showed Facebook knew it was making body image issues worse Mm. for one in three teen girls? And this is part of the reason why companies like Meta are facing increasing scrutiny for their policies around users that are under 18. Mm. Newsflash Flux fam, the RBA has increased the cash rate once again. And if you want to know how that impacts you, there's only one place to go. Head to the Flux app. We've got the ins and outs of what it means if you've got a mortgage. Also, if you don't have a mortgage, how it impacts you. So download the Flux app. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.